Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour podcast. I am your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I am here and joined by my husband, as always. The Kev on stage. <laughs> you didn't even say co-host. And co-host. The Kev on stage. <laughs> I think I just get excited for you to say the Kev on stage. <laughs> um, and we are, of course, continuing our month of taking, taking the, the stigma, stigma out, out of, of sex. sex. Taking the stigma out of sex. <laughs> <laughs> And we are joined by Kenya and Takara Martin. Yeah. Yay. Woo! Clap it up, Josh. What's Clap up? it up. Studio audience, Josh. Thank you, Josh. So many Josh titles. <laughs> so many titles. Okay, so I just want to briefly tell you guys about Takara and Kenya. They are the counts or they are counselors and creators of the Soul Ties Detox. They are committed to helping individuals and couples transform toxic relationship habits into healthy love. They also host the podcast called The Soul Ties Podcast. And I'm so happy. Happy to have them join us today. Thank you guys so much for being with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank, thank you for thank having, you. having you. us. Huh? You <laughs> said thank you for having us. So, as always, we want to thank our sponsors for this episode: um, Purple, Lola, and Scentbird. Um, supporting them is also supporting us. Mm-hmm. So we always appreciate your support of our sponsors. Yes, amen. Amen. And you guys have been loving our sponsors um, thus far. I am particular about the sponsors that we pick for the podcast. I try to make sure they make sense with um, either the theme or what we're about. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys so much. You guys, we've been getting really good feedback and y'all keep staying in my DMs about Blue Chew. Blue Chew is is the Lord's work. Blue Chew is the Lord's (laughs) work. And y'all stay in my DMs about it. And we got something for the ladies today. Okay, so before we get started, I want to ask our that or this, this or that question. Q jingle here. That or this <laughs> with Kev and Liz. The link. It's time for this, this or that, that with Kev and Liz. This or that with Kev and Liz. Tomato. Tomato. Potato. Potato. We, we choose each other no matter the problem. This or that with Kev and Liz. This or that with Kev and Liz. All right, this is the question. Would you rather accidentally send a dirty text to your mom or to your boss? Ooh. That's a good one, Liz. Oh, Takara, do you want to answer? I would. I would much rather send it to my mom. Your mom. <laughs> I saw you come to the answer in your head. That's why I was like, what I was like, first? huh? Yeah, I would much rather send it to my mom. My mom is much growing up. Yeah, very strict church household, but she still maintained a sense of comfort mm. when it came down to sexuality so if I accidentally sent her something she'd be like go ahead girl get it cool okay Kenyon oh my boss because I'm my boss <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy it was, it was. Too easy. I was waiting did, for that to come if it did slip to go to my mom she'd understand she'd just okay that's alright just just go on yeah, she'd no ask more. for more grandkids than that. Like, <laughs> both of us have some nasty mamas apparently so like <laughs> Kev? Uh, man, I'm my own boss now, but I'd like to think back to when I worked for the man. <laughs> um, I've actually sent a dirty text to the wrong person before. You have. Yes, was, <gasps> you should share that story I'm right t- I'm now. Talk about it. Okay. So this was uh, this was at a time in my life. Melissa and I were separated, not like bad relationship separated, but Isaiah was filming a movie here in L.A. and Melissa was working regular for the job, uh, working for the man in Washington. 
So we would see, this is, man, three-month period, I mean, four-month period. Yeah, probably. Where we'd go, like, two weeks without seeing each other, which mm-hmm. was a long time. So <laughs> it was dark and lonely those nights. And I text Melissa. Oh, I thought I text Melissa. And you know when you send a risky text and your heart beating fast and you're, like, waiting for the response? So I text her. I was like, uh, like, is masturbation wrong if I'm thinking about you? Right? So I fired oh. that text off. And I'm just like, oh, man, she is taking a lot. Like, we were texting back and forth. So I'm like, man, why is she taking so long? Why is she taking so long? And my homegirl, should I name her? No. Okay, my homegirl was But I'm going to let her know that this is on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so we call this M-gate within our uh, group chat, Masturbation Gate. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, my God. So then my homegirl response, and, and, and my homegirl response, she was like, I mean, that's between you and Liz. And I was like, what's between me and Liz? <laughs> no! No, 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 no. This is way early in our marriage. Like, this was maybe six six years yeah, ago, like, almost seven. Yeah. We were not as comfortable with these topics as it we were. It was actually longer mm-hmm. than that. So oh it was God. like, so our oh. homegirl was like, luck, luckily, she wasn't tripping. Yeah, right. she's like, super cool. She was like, I know you wasn't talking to me. Like, I knew <laughs> you meant to send that to Liz because we don't have no relationship like that. Ever. So, like, luckily, it wasn't not, nothing like that. But, I mean, it was like my heart fell out of my chest, through the ground, <laughs> to the three stores, three stories down. It was in China. And um, oh so that God. was super awkward. I've been crying. Melissa was, never even answered the question it because it was so awkward. We ended up we... having the three of us getting on a group chat and talking about. Actually, I think it was four of us. Yeah. I think, um, two you know, people talk, that one Two additional name. people or one additional person joined. And we laughed about it for years. Still to, to, this day. to this day. <laughs> We're like, remember that one time? Oh, yes, we all remember. Bring up all stuff. It was so weird. And they do so. call it M-Gate. It's so funny. So oh. to answer your question... Man, see, my mom is like y'all mom. Mm-hmm. She's really like you cannot make her feel weird. They right. have a, and who's going to out embarrass? Who's going to call chicken? Bread? We try to embarrass each oh, other, and she like... always wins. You know, I'm not easy to embarrass, <laughs> but my mom be like, oh, she'd be like, your father still got it. I'd be like, ah, oh, no, ah, no, no, my eyes, my ears, my nose, <laughs> all orifices. Uh, so I don't think I could embarrass her, and she probably wouldn't let me live it down. I could quit a job. Like, hey, man, I send that to my boss. I don't work here no more. Like, right. I just, I got to go. So I think given the circumstances, I'd rather send it to my mom because she's funny. And we will have a laugh about it. And if I send it to my boss, I might get HR called on me. So I don't <laughs> yeah, need those man. problems. Right, Get right. a hashtag me too in a minute these days. That's true. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go against the grain. Really? And I'm going to say my boss. I think I would be mortified, not not I think, I know, I would be completely mortified if I sent it to my mom and she would be mortified and it would just be like, not You coming over for Thanksgiving? No, no, I don't, I, I I don't want to see you anymore. No more. Does your mom listen to the podcast then? She does, but then she does, like this month, I think she, she's not listening. I know she's not. Yeah, she's oh, taking wow. a month off because typically she'll text me like, oh girl, that was so good. And she hasn't done it this like, month. Like at all. So, she no, don't like, want the stigma to be taken yeah. out of sex yeah, in she regards doesn't, to her daughter. So she's not listening. That's got to be weird though. Of? Like oh. knowing your daughter's getting taken down. Hello? Why would you say it like that? I mean, they gotta be like, man, I, like you have two kids. They know something happened when the Holy Ghost, at least twice, when the Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation. Amen. <laughs> I always know I'm trying to be more aware of when I'm like nervous and uncomfortable to like just process that, and I and I start like grabbing my hand and squeezing. Do tight. you really? Yes. That's how you like. Hey guys, I'm not nervous at all. I just fine. Uh-huh, I am. This, I always sit like this. What I do you get mean? Hot. And I 
literally, I felt myself. I'm like, I feel pain in my hand because you're squeezing it. <laughs> yeah. you're I'm hurting myself and I don't know why. <laughs> and I'm like trying to be oh, like, literally, I wanted this month to like challenge me and like help me get out of my own comfort zone. But I feel like sometimes I'm just like, I'm not ready. I, I don't, don't want to talk about none of the things it. no more. Who thought of this brilliant idea? It's dumb. <laughs> Okay, so uh, thank you so much for participating. No problem. So what we want to do next is go into our book club, and I need a title for it. I was thinking of pages, but I audio listen, so pages Same. don't work. I was trying work. to think of something with alliteration. Like Melissa's looking at these books, but that's just that's too else. way too long. Melissa's somebody mind. will think of it. Somebody give me a book title. Okay, a book club name. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, we're continuing um, for women only by Shanti Feldman. Frederick's Fun Reads. Feldman. Oh, what? Melissa's Frederick's Fun Reads. I like that. We'll, we'll yeah, I don't like it that yeah, much. Liz's list. Liz's <laughs> list. Liz's list might Liz's work. Liz's list, That's and then okay. it can be books, and it can be other stuff. Okay, I li- I think I do like that. I was gonna figure it out. Like ah. <laughs> <laughs> Take anything, make me feel valued. And it can't be, be later. Seen, it has to be hurt. right now in the it moment. It has yes. to be yes. this That's moment. Us. It's like, no, it has to be now. List yeah. is like, list. Okay, I like that. Um, mm-hmm. So we are continuing reading this book. <laughs> and um, I actually received um, a DM from this girl. Um, and she's like, Melissa, this book, the lady's only taking the men's side. Like, I don't understand why y'all was reading this How book? can I tell my wow. husband this he's wrong fair. with this book? <laughs> right. This is telling me I'm wrong. And that's not the oh point. Oh, my gosh. And I just fell out laughing. So, women, if you feel that way, I actually understand. Because what this book <laughs> is, is the insight into men yes. for women. And if you want the opposite, then you should read Jeff's book, which is for men only, which has the insight of women for men. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. So, that's why you feel like it's a little off balance. Because the whole purpose of the book is to give women insight into a man's thinking. Love which it. is quite... Um, profound, really, and you really don't realize how truly different men Man. and women are. Man. And this book just like, well, it's because we've been taught for so long that men are simple. Yes, and right. all they need is food and sex, but never looking into the why behind it all. Yeah, so true. And so we minimalize what men need. Ooh, girl. Because that has been perpetuated, like all yes. throughout our lives, men are they're just simple. Girl, give them food and say that Biscuits was my premarital talk. That's it. Right. Yeah, get that man a little biscuit and some butt. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine. Biscuit Basically, and butt. And why are you, are you with this alliteration thing today? Some cookies and some. Oh Jesus, that might have to be bleeped. I don't know what rating. I don't know. That's not G. That's not G, right? Pretty sure it ain't. Pretty sure it's not. Why you wow. say it three times? Bleep, Joshua. <laughs> if they bleep it, he's gonna think they're gonna think I'm cussing. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I am on chapter. My goodness. Five. My yeah. God. Welcome. My God today. <laughs> we are on. Um, I'm on chapter five or six. That's Actually, awesome. I think this might be chapter six. And this episode or this episode, this um, chapter specifically, like re-listening to it has blown my mind yet again and i just want to quickly go over some points and feel free to jump in and share your thoughts so this chapter she is talking about sex actually 
Mm-hmm. And she is talking about um, basically how we as women, we do trivialize and minimalize um, sex for men because we seem to or yeah, we think of it as very like as a biological need for a man and not an emotional need. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes and I know I have felt this way early on due to a lack of knowledge that I am the superior emotional being yes, as yes. the woman because I require conversation and time and connection and all of these things. And he just wants sex. Yes. And when you do that, you don't you trivialize the actual emotional connection that a man experiences through sex. I have a question for you. Go then. for it. So when you did feel like that and it did start out that way. Did it make you resentful then for fulfilling the sexual side of the need? Absolutely. So what I ended up feeling like was that um, I am doing this. Well, it was twofold. And we kind of talked about this um, during the love hour last year when we were on tour. We called it the um, emotional broken cycle. Mm-hmm. And um, for we what we kind of framed it as is that emotional connection for or intimacy for a woman starts outside of the bedroom through time, talk and conversation. And for a man, it is inside the bedroom. And oftentimes that bat, we only think of intimacy in terms of physical connection. And mm-hmm. so women are just like whatever they need is often tossed out the window. Yeah. So men aren't present for us women outside of the bedroom, but it's our requirement, our duty to mm. be present for the man inside of the bedroom. Mm. And so then we end up resenting all of it because yes. I'm emotionally unfulfilled, but I have to be present to fulfill your emotion. And then this was the kicker, though, that I'm like, again, relearning is that that obligation, like just having that duty, that physical presence for the for your husband to um, perform or satisfy his um, the biological need, he can still feel rejected because Mm -hmm. you are not fulfilling the emotional need. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The The whole idea around that is that. We've oversimplified. Now, here's the problem with guys is that while you guys were taught that or that that was the perception, it was our perception, too. Mm. So as we're out there um, experiencing or whatever the case may be or in our in our marriages, we don't know that something's missing. And all we're really looking for is acceptance. Mm -hmm. And that is the most intimate, most vulnerable most open time of acceptance that we get an opportunity to have is in sex mm-hmm. is in having that. And when, when if something is not, if we're not feeling you, mm-hmm. feeling you is not just physical. We need to feel, we need to hear, we need to touch. We need to feel that you want us. Yes. That's being, it's like giving you a gift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if we present our gift and it's, halfway accepted or like okay was the thought that counts you know things like or that or she just lay there and don't say nothing is that what you're saying yes, yes. okay I'm gonna throw that thing back you're being like very you're being very you want to throw that thing back you gotta throw right. it back you got to you can't just be like okay huh you know right you can't just take it like right, that right, you know right. there's cause then I'm, here's the thing Melissa's helped me understand this a lot like and because I'm a man bravado and ego we really misunderstand our feelings yes and we don't understand how much we lead ego first and how sensitive we are because our sensitivity is shrouded in bravado 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of being like that hurt my feelings, it's like, oh, she disrespectful. She don't care about yes. me. Blah, blah, blah. It's whatever. I don't need nobody. Right. As opposed to that hurts my feelings or when you don't seem engaged, I feel like you don't want me. Like, that's really what we're feeling? Right. Or barking is you trash. We know whatever. Exactly. Because we're not really taught, in my mind, to identify our feelings and express those in a healthy way. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? So then you end up, she doesn't get a, you know, we end up arguing mm-hmm. when the the truth was very simple. You know right. what I mean? So that's one of the things I'm for sure working on is is expressing my feelings without ego and without bravado so she can understand them without feeling attacked. Yes. Right, you know? right. So good. It's good to know that women are more emotionally articulate. Yes. And men are just not emotionally articulate, although we're just as emotional. Yes. We are that was good. That was good. Society teaches us to to compress that. Yes. You know, even Absolutely. with little things, when you cry and scrape your knee, don't cry. Walk like you're off. teaching man somebody, a, yeah, be a man, <laughs> right. you're soft. You're teaching us the opposite of what your, even your body is telling you this is painful. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we're taught to, to, you know, like to push that down and away. And then we're, you know, then when it's time to be with our wife, we're supposed to be, you know, sensitive and understanding. And know? we can't because we've never been taught to be. No. Absolutely. I remember, we feel I'm going to say this real quick. Listen, I know you got to make the next point. Okay. So one of my homies is really hood mm-hmm. and he had a baby and his baby is like two months old. Right, babies, you like stop all that crying. Oh, I'm like, like, and he's trying his best to be a father. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want it. But, right, but right. He's only doing what he was taught. The baby is like, I have no other way to communicate. Right, right. I am tired. I mm-hmm. need to go to sleep. I don't know how to talk. You know what I mean? So, um, he's just reinforcing what he's been taught. You know, in the best way he's possible. And this baby's just tired. Exactly. He just wants to go to sleep. Right. Exactly. Sleep. Thank you for that. <laughs> what a segue. I try to set you up. Oh, you you, like, I, you know what? going to sleep. Sleep. <laughs> sleep. I, I need it. Humans need sleep. I like it. I get so caught up in what you're saying that I forget. I was lobbing yeah, it, it to you. Yeah. You were playing a different I sport. He threw that ball. I was yeah. like, I was, lobbed it up for you perfectly. You were I playing baseball. Yeah, I was. I was impressed. Okay. Um, what's funny about sleep is that I read um, a meme. I'm always reading somebody's meme. And they were talking about sometimes restless sleep is the result of a lack of peace. And I think that is quite often the reason we don't rest at night. Yes. Um, it's just because we don't have like peace in our mind or peace in our surroundings, in our in our bodies, in our, you know, in our everyday lives. We don't have that peace. But another component of great sleep <laughs> and rest is having a great mattress, which is a physical component that can add to having a peaceful night's rest. Yes. I, I just want to say it's funny that we talk about this mattress from one of our sponsors and how growing up we had terrible mattresses oh, and yeah. terrible beds, like straight rock hard box spring, rock hard mattress. Mm-hmm. And we was waking up angry and not knowing why. It's because your back hurts and you sleeping like trash because so right. you sleeping on basically two box springs. And, and being told y'all should be grateful because we didn't even have beds. When I was a kid, we didn't have eyelids. You lucky you could close your eyes because we didn't have we didn't have to work through the middle of the night. And I let me tell you what, I've been on tour and one of the things that saves me is when I come home, I sleep like crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and, good. I mean, you have to recharge. Yeah. Like even when it's like going to the gym, I'm like, sometimes I need more sleep than I need to work out because we have to shoot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that keeps me in good shape is uh, not good shape is like physically muscles, 
But like the ability to keep going is I get great sleep. And you can't get great sleep without a great mattress. Absolutely. Mm. The purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses this brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam I'm used to. The purple material feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. So it keeps everything supported while you still feel really comfortable. Mm. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool, which is very important because yes. everybody wants the cool side of the and bed. And also, when your wife turns the heat on to 76 every night. Who'd you, be doing that? Oh, people's wives. People's wives. Various we people's turned wives it to turn the heat on to 70. And 76 is just not comfortable for anyone, <laughs> especially when you're trying to sleep. The only thing that saves our, our marriage is the cool mattress because I'll be waking up sweaty like, have I been at work? <laughs> when did I start working in a steel mill First making of all, iron? Seventy-eight degrees. It's the perfect temperature in a house. No, it's not. I'd be dying. <laughs> it's like sleeping in the sun. Takara is like, no, it's not. What's your comfort? My my comfort is, is 60. sixty-nine. Yeah. Oh, you like to be frozen. ayo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you just mean the degrees or degrees? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty-nine degrees. Else. Shut up. Well, you know, it's a mattress. <laughs> I mean, we talk about mattresses. <laughs> we 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 don't get there somehow. That's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, really, that's what we said it at. Sixty nine. That must be so comfortable. I like cool. to be cold. And it is. I do too. It's like, What's yeah. the point of having covers if you're already hot? It's very uncomfortable. Get a cool mattress from Purple. Yes. That's, will, that yes. is the point. Yeah. We will leave here today and get a cool mattress <laughs> from Purple. <laughs> Purple offers a 100-night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. 100 nights. That's a long time. That's a long time. That's a lot of sleep. That's a lot of sleep because I have definitely tried on shoes and walked around and been like, these are the perfect, most comfortable (laughs) shoes I have ever worn (laughs) in my entire life. I will buy them. And then walk out and be like, this was the dumbest decision. (laughs) They hurt my feet. My heels hurt. Purple gives you... 109. Backed by a 10 year warranty plus free shipping and returns. First of all, this is an amazing deal. Amazing deal. Y'all should take it up. Take advantage of it, guys. You really should. You're going to love Purple. And right now, my listeners will receive a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide just text love hour to 84888 the only way to get this free pillow is to text love hour to 84888 that's l-o-v-e-h-o-u-r to 84888 and give yourself the gift of a great night's rest I that was good kid if you jumped in and messed it up sorry say it again of sleep (laughs) give yourself the gift of a great night's rest Message and data rates may apply. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I want to go over just really quickly, just really back or come back to the book because we're having a really good conversation. Mm -hmm. And there were some specific things that she said in the book that I thought was like really, really good. Um, So she says, well, one of the questions I actually had while I was listening to you right over there. Mm -hmm. Okay. One of the questions that I actually had um, and literally I wanted to talk about was as women, how can we do a better job? Okay. So given the idea that um, being desired and wanted is um, an emotional need for men. Mm -hmm. Okay. How can women do a better job? Like what are specific things that we can do to show you that we want you and desire you in that way i feel like that may be i think for women sometimes we do the house cleaning and the cooking and we think that is showing love because the house looks presentable and you come home and there's food on the table and men are like yeah 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 but 
sex, though. Mm. And so I think we missed that for us. Well, I think I think we have to. We're, we're in a society now where roles can be whatever. So those roles don't define you as a woman. Absolutely. And so true. if those roles don't define you as a woman, anybody could do those. King yeah. does laundry. Ooh. King does laundry. <laughs> so I'm like, point. listen, that, yeah, that, that, makes like me, that turns me on. He does laundry. So. <laughs> and it, gets, it works. Yes. So the thing is, and cook, but the idea is, is the very first thing in order to learn anything new is understand that you don't know what you don't know. Yes. And so I think women can can step back and say, hey, listen, I don't know how to access my man. I mm-hmm. don't know how to access my husband. Mm-hmm. That's very important because that puts you in a position to learn to rediscover him and learn to discover Ooh, who I he like is. Oh, I like rediscover a lot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then you begin the conversation, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. How can I help you? What do you need, huh? What, what, you know, you, you speak to them in whatever language they desire to be spoken to. <laughs> I mean, because, and we meet so many couples who been married for you know 5 10 20 years and they literally have issues because they won't ask those questions right. i already know what he going to say i already know he always say this he always does this mm-hmm. and it's like and it's based upon it could be your interpretation based upon a moment or even a season in your marriage but it's not who your spouse is. Mm. And so we take those opportunities for granted to rediscover our spouse because even in the time that we've been married, I'm not the same person that I was when Kenyon and I first got married. Mm-hmm. Facts. And the thing I mean, I just met you, but I know that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that gets me going now is not the thing that did when we first got married. Now it's real. We work together. We're together 24 hours a day for the most part, mm-hmm. all day long. There are certain things that we have to practice with each other to make sure that we don't miss those opportunities to learn what my spouse needs today, not what they needed five years ago. Yes. Right. So if, if, if if sex is his favorite meal, Mm -hmm. this is, this is your favorite meal. I make it all the time. What new spice can I add to this? Mm. What can I put on the plate to bring your, to bring your attention to what I have to offer over in this area? You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there, there comes a time where you just, build on what you already have you already know he likes this how can you switch it flip it or whatever the case may be (laughs) (laughs) to make it to to make it to make it good for him yeah absolutely you know and that's that's what's important that's how you can show you show him by giving him opportunities to give to you so that you can receive him and in new light and new ways and and new thoughts that was good you had something to say Kev? yeah i was gonna say like the house thing for example that in, in my personal eyes, I mean, I like a nice house, clean yeah. house and stuff, but uh, that's not my love language. They so know. I think Melissa's like, oh, I present this to you. The house is clean. And I'd be like, ah, oh, nice. <laughs> but it don't be like, you know, whatever. One thing I personally desire is, is I, if, if you start the sex off, mm-hmm. like yes. that is more, let the house be dirty. The laundry should be done. But I thought I was, I thought we was going to sleep and I woke up and you was on top of me and I said, I, am I awake or am I dreaming? And when I find out it's a real life dream, I'll do the laundry. Let me, like, I'll take care of that. Right, I right. have so much new energy and so much new respect because I think a lot of times men want to feel wanted yes. and sexually desired. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, it's nice that our wives accommodate us sexually. Yes, you can have sex. You know, yes, we can do it tonight. Yes, I'll do that thing that you like. Whatever that is, that is great. But when you initiate sex, it says, hey, I want you in this way as well. And that is 
you know, that feeds our, our confidence, you know, to, Absolutely. to want be, to be desired. The same way you probably want to feel, you know, be told you look beautiful, you smell nice, whatever. When you take that initiative and not even all the time, it's like you were saying, it's like mm-hmm. the, the dessert before dinner. Right. You know, you take that initiative. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is this is amazing. I'm not used to this. And then it feels that much better. There you go. Amen. I think. That's good. To, um, that was good. I didn't mean to say amen, but I did. I say amen all the time. I'm very churchy. I do it all the time, even at work. Um, I think for a lot of times what he was saying in terms of, you know, the love language and all of that stuff, too, we always intuitively speak our own love language yes. to our spouse. And so intuitively, we will continue to give our spouse what we believe they should have based upon what makes us feel yes. good right. and not what makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge problem, too, mm-hmm. when we get down to marriage, because it's like, I, I do everything. Roger, appreciate what I do for you. But you didn't listen to what I was asking for, right. what I was needing. Like, Kenyon, I know what his love language is. So he likes words of affirmation. So, yeah, I'll tell him he looks good. I'll tell him, oh, babe, that was dope what you wrote yesterday or whatever. But I also understand that he needs to feel desired. So I sent him dirty text messages. Like, and I'll be like, I can't wait for tonight. I can't wait for this. But in return... <laughs> in return we are listen. yet working the Lord is working on Melissa through each guest <laughs> I do but I send him messages I tell people all the time do not group message me and Kenyon you might get something nasty back <laughs> and I yeah. don't recall that it was all three of us in that conversation we, I'm just telling you but it's like I do that but then the reciprocal what he does for me it's like when you're dating somebody and you'd call them the next day to let them know that you enjoyed their time as a husband he makes sure he follows up with those intimate connections even the next day like babe let me tell you i really enjoy it when you did i love it when you blah 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 blah. and it, it keeps that circle of appreciation going so that way it's like i don't mind initiating mm-hmm. i don't mind getting it going for him because i know he truly lets me know that what i do for him is valued gotcha mm-hmm. are you words of affirmation uh, no, I'm touch. Physical touch. touch. I can't even go to sleep without touching him. Like my right. leg will just be like spread over him. Like. That's funny. <laughs> if you don't know the love, five love languages, that's what we're all alluding to. You definitely should read it. Um, but speaking of the nudity, I kind of want to just use that as a segue to go into our topic, which is the idea of sexual freedom, which mm-hmm. I know a lot of people struggle with. And um, honestly, it's something that I have and do struggle with. There is a current campaign going on right now right in the friend's house send him the news <laughs> yeah. send yeah. him exactly. the news i can't see that like it, what is it, it? Send it is him the literally news. in the frederick's household but it has also transformed into an actual like campaign on social media love it i receive dms people are creating instagram messages it is on in my comments it is everywhere about sending him the news send him Notice. a nude hashtag yeah. shan yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's what it's called send him or send him a nude yeah shan. send him yeah. Um, and now we have now they're just going to be hashtagging Shan and yeah. someone um, hashtag GTD on my throwback. but anyway I wanted to talk about sexual freedom and how we can we talked about sex, sexual exploration last week mm-hmm. um, but the only way to get into exploration is mm-hmm. actually to have freedom and before you can have freedom to be honest you need to have you might need some tools to help you get there right. especially when it comes for for women yes. specifically, um, that friction sometimes can be painful. Yes. Yeah. And so sometimes we need lubrication yes. and different things like that to help ease the process. I'm trying to do this as like. That was great. Okay, good. I think sometimes... I'm really trying to make this like as like delicate and classy. Well, tell them about our friends who have a great. Okay, so let's tell, let me tell you about Lola. 
Lola is a female founded, founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, mm. pads, liners, and all natural cleansing wipes. And they now offer sex products, yes. which I'm like super excited about because obviously it fits with our theme for the month. So, what can you get? They have condoms mm-hmm. and lubrication. And listen, lubricate. Listen, I want to tell you guys something that I dealt with personally. Okay. Hmm. Okay. With lubrication, right? This might have been stupid of me, but I was anti lubrication because was. I felt like it is my duty to get you there. Got you. Right. Got you. Naturally. Got you. And if I can't get you there naturally, then I'm not doing my job right. Um, what I did not um, understand mm-hmm. is some of this is not like sex based. Some right. of it is nature. Like right. uh, if you're closer to your cycle, you might be more dry. Mm-hmm. Post baby, you might be more dry. Mm-hmm. And and now I think of a lubrication as a tool as opposed to a cop out. Right. Like right. I felt like, well, hmm, oh, I can't do it. So just get this little lubrication and then I'll just be sad. I'm going to still have the sex. But I'm going to be sad about it. <laughs> and instead, now we, you know, we use products like, you know, the lubrication from Lola and we incorporate it into our whole process and understand that, you know, sometimes you just need a little added moisture and it's better and more pleasurable than try to force it up in there. Absolutely. You know, before you bake biscuits, you got to put some butter on the pan. There Hello? You go. So it's a smooth process. <laughs> hey. And I'm just buttering the pan so the biscuits. Right you speaking both my languages. I'm gonna open up a, a restaurant for married people. It does sound like a show. Yeah, biscuits and booty. But I think part of the stigma is thinking or taking it personal. Yes. You know, taking it personal as a man, you have not done your job right. We need to do this exact like order for her to get there. And a lot of times while the conversation is happening, you can naturally or not naturally, if it's not working naturally, there's nothing wrong with using a product like Lola's Lubrication to make the process more enjoyable. And it's so important. Last week we had, or we've had Blue Chew, and you guys have been responding really well to Blue Chew. And that was for the men. And someone was in my um, DMs literally like, do you have anything for the women? And this is something that women can use to yeah, help yeah. make sex more enjo- enjoyable and less um, painful because it can get painful. If you are not properly lubricated, yeah. uh, it can get painful. Absolutely. And so you want some, it is important to me to have things that don't have like a lot of chemicals and like mm-hmm. all of these crazy kind of things that you're like putting inside of your body. And so this is made for women, uh, created by a gynecologist. Like these are all things that you're like, check, check. Cause women know how things do things to your body yeah. and how yeah. it affects you internally. And then you be having all types of issues later because right. folks don't be knowing, mm-hmm. but women know what women need. Yes. So amen to that. Amen. Um, so it is a key product attributes. It is water-based. It is made with aloe vera. It, it has a mess-free dispenser. Yes. Praise God oh, nice. for Praise a mess-free dispenser. Mess. Mm-hmm. It is long. It has a long-lasting glide. Praise God for long a long-lasting glide. glide. Um, it doesn't have any inter, uh, irritating chemicals. It is gynecologist-approved. It is hypoallergenic, and it is formulated to help maintain a healthy pH balance. Amen. Because you need that pH balance to be you listen intact, <laughs> intact. Because 
when it's off, child, things be going wrong. Yeah. Okay. I'm just letting y'all know that. So how can you get this? They are offering a 40% off to all subscriptions for our listeners. Oh, that's, that's freaking fantastic. That's a great, that's a great deal. It's better than Black Friday. It is better than Black <laughs> Friday. So visit mylola.com and enter love hour when you check out and when you subscribe and you will get 40% off. Again, that's mylola.com and enter love hour. That's L-O-V-E-H-O-U-R. When you subscribe and you will receive 40% off boom boom room all right yeah <laughs> what were we saying i just got that we were talking about uh sexual exploration and freedom freedom yes. Yes. so yes so and lola fits right into that because a lot of times Absolutely. there is a lot of embarrassment yeah and shame <laughs> and guilt associated with Sex, right? She keeps poking me. Go I for keep it. Poking her. Oh, you can interrupt. You can interrupt. <laughs> I know, and I'm trying not to. She want to okay. interrupt you. She beat him up. I like, beat him up. Like because no, we just had this conversation did, yeah. about how we all grew up with that shame attached to sex and how that translated into marriage. And I'm sorry, I'm just like setting it up to like lay up so you can like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sorry. here's the deal. The thing is, is like prior to because if we want the com- we want the comfort, we want to be comfortable with ourselves prior uh, in marriage. Mm-hmm. But all that is built up with how we see sex before marriage. Yes. Right. And the problem is, especially dealing with the church and yep. any kind of ecclesiastic base, we spend so much time trying to keep people from making mistakes that we've forbidden sex altogether. And when you forbid the idea or the thought of sex altogether, you forbid them to learn the value of it. Yeah. The awesome of it the greatness of it the the power of it yeah. power. and so <laughs> and so what happens is is that now we're in a place where either one if I have sex I feel as ashamed as they make me feel for thinking about it yep. or two if I'm going to have it if I'm going to go to hell I might as well go all the way there let's go that's yeah. how I you was see what I'm <laughs> yeah. and so the idea is is that we we need to pull back and we need to understand like okay it's like a, it's like a child who you don't want to get burnt in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you close the door and you never allow them into the kitchen. Then right. when that first time in the kitchen, they're afraid. They're yeah. afraid of the knives. They're yes. afraid of it. You teach them that this is to feed you. This is to give to you. Mm-hmm. This is to nourish you. This is to make you better. And that's what sex is. Sex is a the most intimate, vulnerable, bonding place. Mm-hmm. You're both you're both emotionally uh, naked. You're both phys- physically naked. And or you, sometimes you have socks. Or, <laughs> it depends on how cold or hot. <laughs> yeah, you in know. your comfort level. <laughs> well, if it's seventy eight degrees, you <laughs> know. <laughs> but naked. I'll keep my socks you up. need to take off all your socks. But, <laughs> but the idea is is that understand what sex does to us. Understand how it is to us when we don't talk about that we leave sex to um a secular mindset we leave sex to the dark Mm -hmm. and sex isn't dark it's the value of it that's dark it's how we interact with it that's dark so that's where you start Mm -hmm. what do i need to know how do i know myself i know i got this stuff i know they got something different right how do i you know they make they they making me feel a certain way how do I interact with that? Okay, you don't interact with that because that's for bonding. If you bond too early, you're going to find yourself with a heartbroken heart and some other things. And I think that's where the conversation needs to begin in yeah. churches and even now with our children because of now the books we write, because of the education that we give to people, sex is not bad 
outside of marriage. God was just not talking about sex so that way you won't go to hell. Like, don't have sex before marriage or else you're going to go to hell. That's not the whole idea. When we're created to connect and intimately bond Mm -hmm. with someone, God wants us to bond with someone and create a bond that should never be broken outside of death. Mm. There you go. When you begin to have sex before marriage and connect and bond with the wrong people that creates the bonds that you now have so many issues getting rid of because you did not preserve it for that ultimate connection that you were supposed to have. Right. And so now we have married people. My husband doesn't touch me. My husband is addicted to porn. My, you know, you know, my wife won't have sex with me. My wife won't become send me naked pictures because I'm just playing. (laughs) Okay. It's fine. I'm just like, yep. (laughs) But like, they won't do it because we've learned in the church like he said it's bad and so how many people will fantasize about sexuality Mm -hmm. and fantasize about sexual freedom inside of marriage but then go off and hide it and tuck it away because I've also been taught that it's wrong and there's a consistent conflict everywhere in marriages today right right understanding that it's understanding that before marriage is not only something that can be it's something that can leave have you living in hell Mm-hmm. It's supposed to, you want to save it for that. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I understand. We talked to a whole lot of people. So a lot of people ain't waiting for that. Thank God for mercy and forgiveness. And for thank, grace. <laughs> yes, Lord. We grace. love him. But on, the, <laughs> but on the other side of that, it can be better when you're more comfortable with the idea of it mm-hmm. moving into that relationship. Now we're married. Yeah. Now we need but some wow. sexual freedom. Yes. But how do we get sexual freedom and something that we feel kind of uncomfortable with. We've never been there before with yep. someone else. How do we how do we work around with that? Know yourself. Okay, so here's the thing. Oh God. Create create an environment of safety. That's what that's the very first thing you want to uh-huh. do. There's nothing you can tell me that's gonna make me reject you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I can tell you that's gonna make you reject me. We may have disagreements or whatever, and this is right. even outside of the bedroom. Yes. But when we get into the bedroom, show me who you are. Show me what you like. Be teachable. Have a or, teachable spirit. Show me who you are. <laughs> but or allow, because some people enter the marriage and they're virgins. So not just show me who you are. I may not have experience there. Allow us to explore you together. Yes. There allow us to explore each other. If I've never had that experience, then create a place of safety and intimacy and openness and honesty that says, A, number one, I'm not going to judge you. But number two, I'm not going to leave you hungry right for anything i want to make sure that when we leave here we both leave happy and satisfied and that comes with that openness to explore each other so this is the question so the question that i have is when you are um let's say you're a virgin because i know a lot of my listeners are our listeners that identify they're like oh my god melissa what you're saying is me and i am you so they readily identify with um you know a lot of the shame and the guilt and i didn't have a lot of sexual freedom entering marriage because this um and we talked about this earlier the the different between sexual purity and sexual integrity. So I was so tied to this idea of sexual purity that it was, it became who I was. So being a virgin was a badge of honor Mm -hmm. because look at this great thing and not that it was conscious at the time, but Mm -hmm. looking back on it, like it was a a brand. It's a brand. It's your Mm. brand. It has become part of the good girl brand that has, that is now Melissa Marshall. That's my maiden name. Look at Melissa Marshall. She is 
is this good girl. She has never done this. She has never done this. She is pure. She mm-hmm. loves the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then you get married and you're supposed to have this sexual freedom because you're in this context that God ordains. And it's like, how do I get there if I've shut off all parts of my sexual being mm-hmm. in pursuit of purity? Go, Go for ahead. it. <laughs> Two things because I need you to take and the second hold on, part. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna just piggyback the second part of this question. Go for I just it. Thought I'm it. making this. Part I know. Now. No, I'm not making <laughs> I just want to make sure. Wait, I got to jump in fast. I know, but before you answer the question, I want to make sure I got this other side of the question. So there's that part, and then there's also the part of people who um, maybe you didn't grow up in the church, mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. you, and you just weren't a virgin on your wedding day, but there is still a lot of guilt and shame right. that can be associated with sex because maybe you've had a promiscuous past and so you go into this relationship and even i've had uh men dm me and they're like my wife used to be a freak and we got married and i don't really know what's happening no no don't 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 get it together on me exactly i want want to hold you where's the ray hair it never goes away i accepted you for for a couple reasons for who you were i banging a person i did i I preferred that person but for women or you know for some people they do have that guilt and that shame so and even if you again maybe you grew up in the church you were taught one thing and then you kind of went off and did your own thing then you got married and now these feelings of guilt and shame are coming back like how do you break free like what are practical steps to break free from that so you can enter into you know like sexual freedom with your spouse got you so i'll start Mm -hmm. because of how i grew up very very strict like apostolics like we couldn't do nothing paw too for life Let me tell you. Life. <laughs> um, and so with that, I think one of the first things that I had to do, and I'm not saying this, and please, PAW, don't come after me or anybody associated with the Apostolic Church. I promise you, I love it. I'm, it's roots. <laughs> but one of the first things that I had to do was unlearn half of the stuff I agree. they taught me about sex. And I think... Everything that Kenyon and I teach starts with reprogramming your mind and renewing your mind about what things are. So I had to unlearn a lot of things and be okay with it. And I got talked about. I got shamed. They called me all sorts of stuff. She's unrealistic. They call like all this other things. Um, you know, oh, you just you ain't about God no more. <laughs> but it was like because I had to literally reprogram myself. I also had to leave the places that I once called safe for who I was because you weren't feeding who I was growing up to be. Yeah. That's a message. And Mm. so when it came from there, once I began to learn that, I then had to learn again that sexuality was given to us for a purpose. Yeah. A good purpose. A good purpose. And it's not just for childbearing. And so obviously we all refer to the Song of Solomon or Songs of (laughs) Solomon. Listen, mine almost grown. I'm almost out of there. Right. But like when it comes down to it and we look at the Song of Psalms, and I'll let Kenyon kind of break this down a little bit because he's much better at that than me. But when we're looking at those things, they were showing openly their desire. And pre-marriage, if you're especially if you're dating to get married, it's not to say that you should lead with sexual conversations. If you're talking about the actual point of where you're going to get married, 
don't shy away from understanding what sex is and what sex is going to be inside of your marriage. Right. Mm. Because I think it doesn't, it should not just start on your wedding night. Like, I agree with bust that. everything we all wide open. No, we did it. And we I were even like, think, if we talk about it, then we might do it. So let's shut up. And exactly. that's exactly, you cut off all parts of your sexual being to the point of ignorance. You know what yes. it's like? You know, um, wow. so like on Titanic or submarines, mm-hmm. they have those water compartments to where if you hit like an iceberg, mm-hmm. they, they valve that off yes. so the water won't go anywhere else in the, right. that's what we do to our sexual yes. body mm, that's yes. good. we're like just, okay we can't talk about this so just lock it out cut yeah. it off like, so I don't sink cut it off so I don't sink <laughs> but what happened we never actually go and repair that part of no. the ship we never dry dock our ship and remove that water and repair so true. we just be like okay nope nope and those sexual urges are not Christian no. they have no religion when your your oh, body, I got you. I your body is like, bro. I ain't been to church. Yeah. I ain't saved. I'm gonna be urgent. Yeah. <laughs> so what more? Because I remember when I was going to kid, I promised I used to get so frustrated. I was like, if y'all tell me to pray and take a cold shower one more time, I'm right. socking somebody. Because <laughs> I'm praying and taking a cold shower. I'm taking a hot shower. I poke my eyes out. <laughs> my meat is still hard. <laughs> so what's up? Somebody need to give me another answer because all I'm now is cold and horny. Mm-hmm. And I think that's horny. And we what, what ends up happening is we leave the because we're just repress it all, right? Repress like it, it all, repress it all, and act like it doesn't exist. What happens is young people, teenagers, turn to the world yeah. for their education uh, yeah. because we haven't yeah. educated them in the way that makes sense. And Kevin and I went to um, Italy this mm-hmm. over the summer, and in Italy, they allow their kids to start drinking wine at 12, 12, 12, 12 and 16, 12 and 16, as long as their parents are, are present mm-hmm. and they don't have the like frat parties that America has. Right. There's no the stigma. Drug- there's the there's no stigma. It's something that you have and with part dinner. of the stigma becomes a curiosity. Yes. And um, it has like it's almost like a bad boy type of uh-huh. thing. So mm-hmm. you're like, I want this because you're telling me I can't. Right. Instead of normalizing it and saying that this is something um, Shamira said, pleasure is your birthright. Yes. Yes. And behind that pleasure um, is the importance of (laughs) understanding connections that can possibly be made if you do this outside of the context in which God ordained. And I think without making the connection on both sides, it is pleasurable. It is something that is great. It is something that um, God ordained. It is there are uh, organs in your body that are solely for the purpose of pleasure like this is a god ordained thing it's Clitoris. not bad there's right. no shame there's no guilt that should be associated <laughs> with this actual act mm-hmm. yes if you say that this part but tied with that yes. is the right. potential of being tied to people you know forever making right. these soul ties and these connections and all of these things that you may not intend to right. if you abuse this thing that God truly ordained to be something great and pleasurable and a beautiful experience then it's like oh I get it yep. there's right. a huge responsibility that's associated with this act I don't want to compromise that so I will guide myself accordingly exactly. and it goes back to sorry I, I know I asked you all the questions and I started talking oh that's alright okay I'm gonna keep it's talking it's your show baby girl uh, <laughs> <laughs> it also goes back to um, this idea that I've been towing with and I've just kind of been researching is the um, idea behind p- sexual purity and sexual integrity, which we basically just talked about. Right, yeah. And that as a child and, you know, as a young person, I was tied to this idea of sexual 
purity. It had nothing really to do with my, like my relationship with God and the consequences of potentially sleeping with all these people beforehand. It had nothing to do with this. It was just a badge of honor that I get to stick on my shirt and say, gold star, Melissa. And for your your husband. And from, yes, I, all of these things. This is so great. Look at me. And it demonized this act. Right. And God never intended the act to be demonized. He just wants you to say, you have a relationship with me. And as a result of that, I'm going to guide your decisions. And included in that decision is celibacy, Mm -hmm. not abstinence. It's more than just abstaining. Right. It is doing this and committing to God because I understand all aspects of this act. If I don't, if I do it outside of the context in which God ordained. Right. Right. Try to preach a little bit right there. There you go. (laughs) So... We need an organ. I keep saying I want an organ for our podcast. So like every time he says something, I can be like, cue up the B3. So how we get beyond that is, again, integrity, building a value for sex and character. Mm -hmm. You know, those two come together. Also understanding that sex is not a foreign topic for the Bible itself. Yes. It's, it's definitely not a foreign topic. No. When we go to the Song of Songs, uh, some Bibles have it as Song of Solomon. We don't know if he actually wrote it, but it's a beautiful poem. And it's, it starts out in a woman's voice. And it's, it's a man and a woman who loves each other. They want each other, but they're not married. But they express their desire for each other, mm-hmm. their physical, mental, and emotional desire. So here they are chasing each other, each chapter, or each section chasing each other. Up to the end, they find each other, then they run away. Why? Mm-hmm. Because of the integrity. It's okay to, to want to you. Want. Yes. It's okay to be wanted. Yes. That's how I, listen, No, none of us are so cut off that we're going to marry somebody that we're not attracted to. Yes. No. None of us are. It's, mm-hmm. I, I, I hear you hear that all the time. Well, you know, it's the thought that, or the, you know, what's on the inside. That yeah. It's what on the inside was count. Well, a little bit, but <laughs> I want to know that I can get to the inside, and I know where I'm going to the inside too. Right. So, you know right. what I'm right. I want to know where I'm going with that. Oh. It's okay to be attracted. It's right. okay. Sex is to desire. Sex is sex is the process of creation in which pleasure is created. This is good. When all creation came into f- wait, 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 you you talking? You fucking you talking fast? You talk fast? I'm I sorry. need you to go back to you said pleasure <laughs> is the. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you forgot it was that good. Your brain was like, nah, you. Ain't yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just go. Okay, pleasure is the place, or I'm sorry, sex is the pleasure of the place of creation. Pleasure. That is what she said. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Sex is the pleasure of the place of creation. Yes. Where there's a potential for life. Mm -hmm. Now, when we have a perfect God who gave us this, when he gave life, it was good. Everything he created, it was good. That was in a very, 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 very high level, very high spiritual level. And, you know, it's kind of hard to articulate. That was a gratification, Mm. a pleasurable gratification for the father. So if that exists for the father, obviously we're going to be made in a way we're in a reflective way in which it exists for us. Right. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we have to relay that message, but it has to exist in a place of character and integrity. Absolutely. Like you said. Now, how do we get away from the shame and the guilt? Mm-hmm. We get away from the shame and the guilt. First, let me explain something. The two differences. There's a difference between guilt and shame. That's true. Guilt is I did something wrong. Yes. Shame is I'm identified as what I did. Yes. Mm. So number one, you get away from it by saying, I am not what I did in my past. Mm. I am not the failures that I've made. Come on. I am not who I was. Preach. And then, <laughs> and then you say, okay, I made you take accountability for the guilt. 
I made bad choices. I don't have to make bad choices today. Absolutely. I made bad choices in the past. I got caught up with whoever in the past, and that caused me to get to a particular place in my life where I was hurt. Mm. I can back up off of that. Now I can make new decisions. Got the it. first new decision is understanding myself. Yes. And then being willing to understand my spouse. Yes. That was Preach. good. Makes sense. Yes. You can also make really good decisions on how you smell. <laughs> yes. Because of that pH that goes into your marriage. Actually, one thing I was going to say is one thing I understand about my spouse is cleanliness and hygiene. It's important and to me. It's important to Melissa. And on top Specifically of basic, with sex, too. Melissa ain't on that. Let's have a long day's work. Let's just jump in the bed. Mm. I honor you by washing off the day. You know? <laughs> um, so dope. one thing that we do before we have sex to prepare ourselves for each other or even the opportunity is great fragrances. You know, so we have part with, with uh, Oh, yeah. Fragrances <laughs> with Scentbird. And they sent us some amazing fragrances because I like to take a shower. I'm not putting no clothes on after the shower. It's just my natural musk. And a little cologne. You feel me? Because when she's go. like, when we sit in the bed and she's like, oh, that's, you smell nice. When you smell nice, you want to scoot closer. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's, that's so when true. I, when I'm clean and fresh and, 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 you know, smelling fresh with deodorant, like the basic clean. Mm-hmm. And in that cologne is that it's the fair, it's the attraction. It's come closer. Nestle into me. <laughs> Nestle in your bosom. Come worship in my rock. Yes. And one <laughs> thing about me is I get super lazy, right? I have my smell. Mm-hmm. YSL was my smell 016 to 18 <laughs> like I just kept buying it because I like it but just like you were talking about earlier with sex like that same smell becomes just like the, the smell of somebody's house there you I go. always just smell like that person's house but with Scentbird we have all these different fragrances that all smell amazing and now it could be oh this new smell this is more oaky this is more masculine this is more sweet or whatever this smells better on the clothes than on the skin and now it's a different surprise because I put a cologne on the other day that I got from Scentbird that she hadn't smelled before mm-hmm. and she was like what is that oh it ain't number little Tom Ford baby girl you silly <laughs> Scentbird comes in more than 450 designer brands and each container has 120 sprays which is a 30 day supply they come in these little I'm actually a huge component of like cute packaging. Uh, it's kind of a dorky thing, but I do like really cute packaging. And this is cute and functional packaging because mm. it's not going to spill if you're traveling, which we travel a lot. That's I've always been something. Much a lot, and I've had uh, cologne breaking and, and that's be everywhere. the worst. And you don't want your toothbrush stains. to smell like cologne. Yeah, and it doesn't come out like the stain mark <laughs> yeah. doesn't come out of your clothes. It's just kind of the worst. So anyway, I love really cute, like functional packaging. And this is both cute and very fun- functional. Um, so I love that there are designer shades or designer shades. There are designer brands that you can choose and it's really easy to you go on the website you pick if you're a man or a woman and you can sort by perfume types whether you like floral or musk or you know all the different types or you can sort uh, sort by brands it's like super super easy is what I'm trying to take when you go on so I definitely recommend and what they're offering to our listeners is 50% off your first first month Mm. that's great yes so for only seven dollars and fifty cents you will get your first fragrance again this is a 30-day supply go to scentbird.com slash love hour and use my code love hour for 50 percent off your first offer again that's scentbird that's s-c-e-n-t scent like smell bird.com slash love hour that's l-o-v-e-h-o-u-r to try your first perform perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Last time that's scentbird.com slash love hour and use our code love hour for 50% off your first month. 
freaking fantastic. And we yes. have literally been using, I've been using these nonstop since we received them. So, so uh, they made Valentine's Day very much nicer. They did make Valentine's Day Aww. very much nicer. These are great. Okay. Um. So last thing about sexual freedom that I wanted to say is that how do we, okay, this is what I wanted to say. How can we get to a point of like one practical way to get to sexual freedom in marriage in marriage study each other but tell me what that means okay like really break it down yeah okay. oh and he has he's certified in this babe so you <laughs> but you i'm gonna tell you so, why i think sometimes we get um at least for me mm-hmm. you're like okay i want to do better i am motivated to do better what do i do first <laughs> set okay. it up like okay. okay so pretend like okay. it's us oh, Lord. and um, I'm telling you that I want to explore sexuality more with my husband. What are some things that you're going to advise and tell us to do? You're a counselor, right? Okay. So you have a practice. So my, we are, you, we are, you, we are in your couch. So, yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing you got to understand on it, on it. Sex is sex itself is simple as tap a and slot B, but, each of, <laughs> But each of you are a school in and of yourself. Mm-hmm. Your wife and your husband is your own university, and you have to want to learn I like learn this them. analogy. I like it. So the first thing you want to do is you want to ask them what they like. Okay. Ask them, what do you like? Where's your spot? What What's going on? Time there. But What if you don't know your it. spot? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so if they don't know their spot. So if I'm telling you that, like, I'm very inexperienced. Now, I'm okay. open to try. I may be a little scared. I'm not sure where to go. What sort of things, if I don't know, what are you going to do as a husband to make me feel comfortable, but then also explore me? I don't want this to get pornographic, but I'm just saying. Yes. You, you did good. I like it. <laughs> okay. For the One of the first things you want to do is try manual stimulation. Use your fingers on okay. each other. You see what I'm saying? That is called masturbation. There you, well, spirit fingers. to each other. So mutual masturbation. Mutual right. Mass. To mutual each mutual other. Mass. And as right. a theologist, because this is a question, we don't have to get deep into the right. masturbation question. Right. Um, I think that um, mutual masturbation is an acceptable thing. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts and feelings from a theologist perspective? Did it we is, say that in the beginning? He has a theology degree. So right. he is our resident Bible <laughs> expert. He's my. <laughs> so, okay. It is acceptable as a thing to do. It is unacceptable as if you're not thinking about your husband or your wife. So, so if, even you, if you're married, even if you're married, yeah. if you are yeah. married and you are separated and one of you, you're sexting and you're, Masturbation occurs. Mm-hmm. One I'm of you is thinking about the other. The other is thinking about Jennifer. But Aniston. we're thinking about wait, Jennifer what? Aniston. Yeah, she, well, she turned fifty today. Why do you know that? Why? Uh, I yeah. was on Twitter for a long time today, and they were saying she still looks good because she's not problematic. <laughs> <laughs> she minds her business. Black Twitter like, always say you look good if you just mind your business and that's, drink your water. That's just wrong. Let me and grab my water. Can we think about Jennifer Aniston? Okay, so the question is, you, that is a <laughs> question that comes out quite often. And honestly, it could be a hindrance, a roadblock in a relationship. There are right. so many things that, in general, and generally speaking, 
um, men might be more comfortable with just because mm-hmm. the way that society has, you know, and men and turns y- sex into a man y- thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very patriarchal well, okay. well, versus yeah. women. So there might be, if you grew up super churchy or super conservative or whatever, your imprint may be such that masturbation is bad, period, point blank. It okay. doesn't matter if it's mutual. It doesn't matter if you're across town and you're thinking about me. This is a no for me. This is a hard no for me. Okay, let's let's go ahead and just demystify this whole sex thing as okay. far as being for men and for women. Men are sexual creatures. Women are holistically sexual. Now, we already know that women start, sex start with women on outside of the bedroom. Yes. But women also have so many more nervous, nerve endings. Absolutely. Um, than a man does. Mm-hmm. So while we feel it, a woman does feel it, and mm-hmm. and and she has a way more intense intense feeling. It's like being electrocuted, or however you want to say, in a very pleasurable way. The idea is is that she can enjoy it in a more holistic way. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman, you need to understand how that works. Absolutely, you need to touch yourself, and 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 it's okay. Okay. Now, when I say that. You're talking about from an education standpoint. So um, last week when we had Shamira on, and honestly, I encourage everyone to do this. And I thought this was so good where she was talking about a V-date, which is kind of what you're Mm -hmm. kind of suggesting too. And that is um, being aware of your body. So that way you can instruct your husband or your spouse or whomever how to pleasure you. Because sometimes we are so ignorant about sex. We're ignorant about sex, period. But even more, we're ignorant about our own bodies. Yes, Mm. absolutely. And I think that that is such... your body is a wonderland. Yes. It is. my hand. It's a wonderland. (laughs) But I think also because pornography has been so embedded in us, in our society, that we see sex... As only like the last 10 minutes of what sex is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes down to it, a porno, they, them things last and record for like hours, but you only see the last 10, 15 minutes. So true. So when it comes down to it, I think we also have to reprogram our mind to say that sex is more than what we've seen and more than what society has shown us as well. And so exploring your body and exploring yourself you have to also remove the imagery that you've been taught or were raised to believe that sex is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And so Absolutely. exploring your body, explore, like when the Bible talks about your breasts and, and again, Song of Solomon, I keep saying Solomon because I never heard it the other way. It's Song of Psalms, <laughs> right? But when the Bible mentions that, it mentions breasts. Yes, we mm-hmm. feed our children with it, but he was actually talking about doing other things with that breast. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, begin to play around with areas like that. Play around. And it's, you know, if we're looking at making sure that we're going to be comfortable with our spouse. I think the first thing too, Mm. as a woman, I was ashamed of my body. Yes. And so it was like also being comfortable with who you are, being comfortable as a woman, loving yourself wholly and being able to express that love for yourself before you expect somebody else to, because part of exploring yourself sexually and explore as part of asking your spouse to explore you sexually means that you also have to be comfortable with yourself. Absolutely. Know yourself, but then open yourself up enough to make them comfortable with knowing you and exploring so you as well. Absolutely. That's good. Thank you. Because it's hard for a guy to talk to women, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Touch yourself. It's okay. I like it. I'll be there. No, Do it just like this. <laughs> no, try like but this. It's, it's important. Tell you, it's okay. I like it. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, you want to talk to my wife. But you, you can. From a theological perspective, there's nothing wrong with it unless it takes your mind away from your husband or away from I'm looking to feel myself. Yes. Women are better capable of doing that than men 
Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, understand yourself, know yourself, see where you are. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Get that. Have like a V said. date. I go. think that that is a great idea and I'm going to encourage it. And honestly, I want to do it myself, but I want to encourage everyone to do that because I think from an educational standpoint and right. I shared, I can't stand Kevin Fredericks. Uh, I'm just looking at the camera and, and, and agreement. Uh, <laughs> one of the, and, and I, I, how was your date? Um, <laughs> I, I think it's out? so important because I, I shared this um, actually uh, last week and and maybe before, um, but I was going through this phase of honestly talking about Lola and we talked about the sex side, but they have like a whole feminine product oh. um, line and it takes out all these chemicals and all of these things that are like bad for your bodies that a lot of feminine products have tampons, pads and all those things. And they release all of these chemicals in your body. And I was like, I don't really want that. Like, that's kind of gross. Like, I want to kind of look at an alternative. And so I was looking at um, alternatives and it requires you to be a lot more um, intimate with your body Mm. when you're inserting it. And I was so freaked out really about Mm -hmm. touching my own. And it wasn't in a sexual way. It was literally, you need to just put this in otherwise it's gonna be a mess and i was having such a hard time doing it because of my own just like issues with touching myself and i really got to a point i mean literally had and it was months i was struggling because i was like i want to be done with this i really want to commit to this but i was struggling okay like I was struggling. And um after months I literally had a conversation with myself and I was like, girl, do better. Like get it together. Get it together. <laughs> this is your body first. Mm-hmm. You've been you've had children, you've had you're married, you've gone to estheticians to get your body waxed, like you've done all of these things and you mean to tell me mm-hmm. that you have a problem touching yourself? Right. Girl, right. get it together immediately. It together. Yes. This is unacceptable. And I literally had like I'm talking to y'all like that, but literally this is how <laughs> I'm talking to myself to like really get it together, but it has to do with just the like shutting everything off yes. mm-hmm. and even the edge just like from a purely educational standpoint you should be aware of your body absolutely, absolutely. and we don't even do like we want all of it throw the whole everything away and mm-hmm. everything that has to do with it throw it all away I want to be ignorant I don't want to learn any of these things and there's such a missed opportunity in that and mm-hmm. then when you get to the bedroom it's even like I don't know what I want I ain't never touched myself oh, you the, the clitoris child you tell me where it's at right and this Why? is the right. other right. thing it's this right is right the other the thing pubis. what yes okay, okay. that was uh, <laughs> anatomy anatomy 101 but let me tell you this other last thing and i've been thinking about this and i heard this and i was like yes the other part of this is that women are often taught to be the receivers yes. of sex. yeah we are never the engine yeah. we are never the people get it to get it going we are just the receiver so with that it's no i don't know where my clitor is you don't know Right. Like right. They, they told me you that's are, what you do. I am just here to receive. You are supposed to tell me tell what me is good, what, what works, want. what doesn't work, how it's supposed to go, because we are always we are on the receiving end. At yeah. least that's how it's taught. And so even just again with taking the stigma out of sex and all of those Ooh. things, it's just giving that power 
and sexual exploration and sexual right. child, all the things um, <laughs> is the um, giving women that power back. A lot yes. of times men are just in general more comfortable than women. And I think what men are looking for when you're talking about being desired, we have to be comfortable with ourselves. Yes. Right. And we also have to learn to be the engine yeah. to get it going. And we can only do that with being comfortable with ourselves, knowing our body, knowing what works, knowing what turns us on. So we can instruct our husbands along the way. So, and then when you decrease this orgasm gap and now sex is more pleasurable and when you are in charge it's more child that's more stimulating than anything here's what I'm done talking I know I kind of no no real real, real, real quick can I recommend this real real quick recommend for for a a husband and wife right you're trying to discover each other go on a wife scavenger hunt here's what I mean by I like this explain oh I think we should create something (laughs) I'm like next here's what you do have her put on a blindfold Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. I, I need more control, but keep going. No, 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 no. even heard, but the first step of it. We, no, are, not, we no, are not. No, 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 no. Find nothing. Because I need more control of the situation. I need to see. No, we're walking by faith and not by okay, sight. Okay, I, I, <laughs> I need. I need more faith. I need more faith. No, 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 no. We, we, and it's no, not. It's not about tying up or anything like that. But it's it's the idea of a little bit now hurt now. To put on the blindfold because the blindfold it increases the um, senses. The yeah, other senses. you see near that. And so, and, <laughs> let me check them blindfolds. No, I'm sorry. And go so, ahead. and so, what you do? What you do is you, 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 you search her body. How does this feel? Search all over. Start with start with start with your hands. How does this feel? Still couldn't touch your body. Go with kisses. How does this feel? <laughs> Babe, I'm you listening to you. I feel like I'm this listening. is great. I think this is a great idea. But you idea understand too. what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. And then everything you do, you ask her. So what happens is mm-hmm. you become teachable, but you allow, and it, it, it it's teaching, but it's a fun game. Yeah, yeah. I like you're this. in control. It's, it's, it's a way to t- it's a way to ask her. Teach me you. Yes. Show me you. Where is it at? Yes. Where, where, <laughs> what do you okay. like? Go ahead, go ahead. You can. That was a great idea. But I think it's you an amazing idea. You didn't want to listen to you said blindfold. You're like, no, nah, no. Nah, but no, it. number one, I'm going to tell y'all right now. Uh, okay. Cover your kids' ears. It works. Okay. It is just, it heightens everything, everything. In, the married, in the married bed. Yes. Okay. Yes. But I think also... <laughs> When you allow your husband to explore you in that way, it does something for you in order to be able to um, teach him what you like and allow him to learn you. But I think as men, I think it also takes away the idea that, look, I've been doing sex for a long time. I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm finna just go in and do what I do. Uh, Shaniqua used to scream all the time. I know this is what works. Right. Like, and at post, it comes in and it makes you ask for permission. Yeah. To please your wife. And it can't, if, if, I imagine if you play this uh, blindfold game, it can't mm-hmm. just be a ram in the bush. No. That's all, I mean, we, when I first got married, it was just ram in the bush, yes. ram in the bush, yeah. ram in the bush. And yeah. that, that's, that, so many studies and women have said like that physical just, there's just not much there's there. There's nothing to that's it. That's straight on ram there in the bush. There is nothing or there. Or lack of bush. Absolutely. Like- and, and that's the problem because and going back to pornography real quick we learn oh yeah we yes. learn movies we learn and sex porn by, just, exactly right. I love right. that and that is right. certainly not how you want to learn to love your wife and exactly. that's not how a wife wants to learn to be loved yeah. and as a matter of fact that that scavenger hunt man that game that that experience mm-hmm. is good for us too because we yeah. get a we get a heightened pleasure 
that's thrown yes. back at us or given to us. I like this. It's right. like, okay, I'm doing this. Yes. Yeah, I, I oh, like that. I'm the man. I like what it is like. You see what I'm saying? Here's the analogy I want to use. <laughs> that was great. Everybody's been having good ones, and I haven't had a good one today. Uh, <laughs> You've been great. We're, we're, we're I have an analogy, though. Okay, oh, give us my your, was okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, give uh, us your analogy. Uh, my analogy is this. I'm going to use a football analogy. Okay. okay. The reason Tom oh, Brady is a... sports analogy. Because I'm talking to men. Women, y'all don't get this. is for me and Kenya. It's Tom Brady, right? Okay. The difference between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady's six rings, been in the league um, 15 years or whatever. Patrick Mahomes is very new. Okay. It's the ability to read and understand the defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. The more time you spend with your wife and understanding your wife, she tells you what she likes. You don't have to relearn that. Mm. You know, unless she says, hey, I, I want to try this new, but you can use this information from previous, you know, uh, previous experiences and say, hey, she with likes her. To, with her. Previous accountants with her. With her. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, them other girls stuff don't matter. Um, but you start to understand like, OK, my wife likes this. She likes this speed, this pressure, these erogenous zones or whatever, because you were saying uh, uh, Takara about, well, Shaquisha used to like this. Mm-hmm. Well, this girl ain't Shaquisha. Exactly. So, right. You know, there that's you why sex with one person over extended period of time gets better. Right. Like before we got married, people were like, "Man, you gonna have sex with the same woman? Oh, this is gonna get boring." Actually, the opposite is true. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, first of all, they know what you like, and you are more comfortable with them. When you're like having sex with your spouse or before you get married, there, especially for a man, there's a certain amount of bravado. I gotta, I gotta put it down. So in case she tells her friends, or I gotta do whatever, yes. or I'm worried about an STD or pregnancy. So there's not a lot of uh, freedom in right. that but when you like when I was having sex with my wife I don't care if she I hope she gets pregnant right. it'll right. be great like this right, be, right. I mean my job ain't no more babies coming out saying, bow bow hit for the three you know so um, but I what I went to say I got away from it because I was trying to be funny is um, <laughs> This this um, activity will help you to learn your spouse. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the more you learn about your spouse, the more you're comfortable with each other, the better your experiences can be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. You can run those routes. Run yeah. those same routes. I see. I can read the hot route. The corner blitzing. I see it coming. I'm calling another play. Hot 32. route. Boom for the touchdown. Boom there it is. There the goal zone. That's the clitoris. And then you do the dance. <laughs> do the dance. You find it there. You open it up. Actually... Hello, I like to touch you this way. I like. I, I would say that that <laughs> is a ten yard line. Yeah. Or, or I would say that's the field goal. Yeah. The 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 um the the end zone is about two inches a little bit deeper and with a cluster of nerves. Yeah. And that's what they call that that G spot thing. Uh huh. That's a good spot. Good power universe. <laughs> and if you don't know where it is, find it. Search through the scavenger, scavenger hunt. hunt. I love it. I think that's a fantastic, and I think that's practical, and I think that is a great way. Um, number one to end the podcast, but it is also a great tidbit to um, give. It's a practical step people can take with them that says, "I'm interested in this." I want sexual freedom. I want sexual exploration within my marriage. I don't know how to get there. I think this is a great, just practical, something they can do, you know? Yeah. Um, so we want to say that we are still having, wait, did you open a new box? No, no, this is our box. Okay. So We're I want to say that we are still having our um, giveaway mm-hmm. and the rules are simply follow oh, the no. Love Hour podcast <laughs> on <me>. Instagram. <laughs> And on Facebook, Touch and, me and you will receive like the book. Try me and book. see if I won't open the window. I don't know I nothing. <laughs> that Do I like has. this? I have a blindfold on for the Listen, audio listeners. And the winner will receive, as part of their package, this blindfold that Kevin has on. And I encourage you to play the scavenger hunt game with it. Oh, I'm Be a willing careful. vessel. Touch my Okay, body. but this is the thing. <laughs> You're so annoying. But this is I'm the playing thing. this tonight with you. Okay, but this is the thing. 
I'm not taking this off for the rest of the day. It's one o'clock. <laughs> Tell me but where to go. But this is the thing. Listen, um, women, it's for you to take control. Yeah. Can I encourage my women mm. listeners to take control? You put on the blindfold. Mm. You are in the driver's seat. You are not. We are often the brakes. Mm-hmm. We are often the ones saying Ooh, no. We are often Ooh. the ones saying stop. And what we are said doing is saying I'm in control and I want you to do this. This feels good. That does not. You are the guiding light. You know what? In Instead this activity. of being the brakes, you need to be the gear. Yes. Mm. I want you to need to be first. the gas. No, the gear. Because the gear says I'm going to go first, second, third. Got you. Slow down. Going in reverse. You got control the whole gear shift the and the whole, whole speed. The whole gear shift. And not just stop, stop, stop. Yes. Mm. How do y'all feel about wine? I love I like wine. It. Okay. I just, so, babe, in the Bible, who was it? Was oh it boy. Paul told somebody drink some wine to kind of ease their nerves? It was Jermaine. <laughs> he told Timothy to drink wine for his stomach. A little wine yeah, settles yeah. his Because he was a little nervous. It, there's nervous. Uh, I don't think it was nervousness. I'm not necessarily sure. Okay, well, we're going to go with he was nervous. So, um, we're going to go okay. with he was nervous. I'm going to say, okay. ladies, if you need to have some wine to release those inhibitions a little bit, too. I concur. I would say because if you're already Child. tense, if you're already uncomfortable, mm-hmm. start the night off with a little wine. Take a bath, whatever you need to do to get yourself there. So that way it releases like all of the inhibitions that you have and you get a little bit more, for lack of better words, loose. Yes. In that situation. Yes. I'm most certainly going to concur. We ain't now don't be getting drunk. Yeah. Getting drunk right. at our age just ain't a good idea. It's anyway. It's not cute. However, yeah. <laughs> I do believe in a great glass of Moscato. Yes. Uh it's just one of my favorite things. And uh so yeah, I'm gonna suggest that as well. I'm gonna concur on the glass of wine. Well, right. Um okay, and then I think that's it. Stay tuned. If you want to join the um Love Hour mailing list that is open, please text Love Hour to five 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 eight. If you are an international listener, which I'm stunned that this is happening, but I've had a few people like, I'm international, I can't text this number, email lovehourpodcast at kevonstage.com and I will manually add you. Um, and registration will be opening shortly. And be ready, y'all, because it's only a thousand slots. We have a so thousand put your people. money away now, save some from your taxes. It's not going to be that expensive. It ain't going to be that expensive. But once it sells out, we it's cannot it add any more it, people. It yeah, is one. We're not 000. trying to have fire festivals, so no. it is, <laughs> we, we are, are trying. Uh, yes. We are planning for real. We are planning, planning for something for that something is manageable. It'll something. sell out this year. I ain't going to hold you. It'll be a thousand people. And once we announce the speakers and we announce the activities, mm. you guys are going to be so excited because I am so excited. Uh, but it'll be in July 9th through 12th in Atlanta, Georgia. I hope that you will be there. Do you have any other last words, Kevin Fredericks? This blindfold is for you. <laughs> to wear. Kenya Takara, can you give them your socials and where they can reach you? <laughs> you can reach us everywhere um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even though we don't hang out on Twitter that much. Sorry. Um, at Ask the Martins. That's pretty much um, all of that. All right. And thank you so much to our sponsors today Purple, Lola, and Scentbird. Please support our sponsors. Supporting our sponsors is a way to support us as well. And we will see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Bye.